Welcome to another episode of Bringing Down the Grindhouse, a podcast where we discuss horror in media. And tonight, it's my motherfucking birthday! I am 30 fucking one years old. The Reaper is getting ever closer (laughs) to killing me. How are your knees doing? Dude, my check knee light has been on along with my check ear light is on. My check, uh, a lot of lights are on at the moment, but we're working for it, you know. All, all hail the great U.S. healthcare system. Oh, um, <laughs> but anyway, so but as our viewers may know or may not know, on birthday episodes we get to pick whatever fucking movie we want. So I decided to pick The Sandlot from 1993. Has there been other Sandlots? Yeah, there, there was actually a, two yeah, sequels, and um, I have not watched either of them because <laughs> they're why not, would they're you? Direct, they're not they're good. Directed video. Yeah, we don't talk. We don't. The only ones that don't exist because the original Sandlot's the only one that matters. What's your name? I'm Mitch. I'm Mur. <laughs> I'm Justine. <laughs> I'm Jonathan. And uh, I'm also looking at this cute T-shirt on uh, tonight'sprogram.com. A cute T-shirt, Justine. Yeah, it's got a little ghosty on it. Will it fit me? I think so. Yeah, oh, good. they have awesome. a range of sizes I'm excited, yeah. and. You can also get 20% off on anything you get from the shop if you use our code BDTGH. That is BDTGH. Use that at checkout and you can get 20% off. And a little bit of it goes to us. So support your favorite horror casters. Absolutely. Absolutely. Also that merch, though. That merch, though. It's sexy. If I do say so myself. This pint glass I'm drinking out of. Oh, yeah. With the chibi art on it. Also, check out our website where we have our own merch. We got a cute new chibi design in the shop right now. You can get it on a glass. You can get it on a shirt. You can get it on a mug. Can we get it on hats too? We'll try. Hell yeah. We'll we'll talk with our sci- our top scientists. Ah uh, yes. We have to formulate uh, yes, the perfect men. hat for the chibi. Absolutely. You could all you could find that link on our Instagram as well as our Facebook. We have a little uh, link up there. What is link tree? Damn. Wow. Wow. So nice (laughs) that I know things. (laughs) Anyways, go check out our shit. Check out our Patreon. Thanks for listening. (laughs) So the Sandlot. Ah, yes. I fucking hate baseball. (laughs) (laughs) You know, after working at a baseball stadium, I have come to appreciate baseball just a little bit more. It's like the one sport I kind of care about. (laughs) Kind of. You know, I don't care for it much. But I can tolerate it. Wait, why did you choose the Sandlot? Why did you, why did you pick this? Okay, one? so it's because now I'm getting old, <laughs> which 31 really isn't it's that fucking old. old. But this movie was played at school, on TV. I had it on DVD. Watched that shit. It was kind of part of my like my growing up, you know. So I decided to pick this movie because I think I watched it recently and was really jazzed on it because of how much fun this movie is. It's a great movie. It's a great family-friendly movie, also with just enough edge for the parents. <laughs> you know. So did you pick a movie that was quintessential to your childhood, just like me and John? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no. And you know, I'm not a I'm not a huge baseball person. You know, my mom was a huge softball person and also softball. played baseball, and so she tried to get me into it along with like water polo and a bunch of other sports. Don't you do water Same. polo now? As of right now, yes, but we won't talk about that because <laughs> I'm bad at that. So <laughs> there we are. But yeah, I picked the Sandlot because it was part of my childhood. It's and it's a very fun movie. 
in all honesty. So we're going to talk about it. <laughs> it also became a cult classic after it came out. This is Oh, yeah. It was okay. It got like an okay release. You know, it made its money back. But as far as the reception, people didn't really like it too much. But after so many years, maybe like 10, 15 years, people went back to it and really liked it. And then it became sort of this movie that permeated. Damn the naysayers is what I say. It's usually what happens. We've seen this happen with a whole bunch of other movies we've talked about where they were not appreciated when they first came out. Oh, what's this? Oh, shit. Production notes. That's sick. (laughs) Um, So this movie was directed by David Mickey Evans. He's really just known for the Sandlot. He's done (laughs) other stuff, but he's really just known for the Sandlot. It was written by him as well as a guy named Robert Gunter. And it stars a whole bunch of fucking kids, and I don't want to do it, but I'm going to do it. Say the names. For me, Mar. Do it for me. That's your birthday. That's right. We got Tom Aguirre as Scott Smiles. Smalls. (laughs) <laughs> I already fucked up. Off to a great start. We have, <laughs> we have David Mickey Evans as adult Scott Smalls, also the narrator. Arliss Howard as the other adult Scott Smalls. Mike Vitar as Benjamin Benny Franklin Rodriguez, the only Hispanic kid in this movie, and he wears an L.A. Dodgers hat. You know, I think the the other brown kid that was in this movie, the one other yeah. brown kid that was in this movie, he had... Some sort of... Uh, talking about their token black, black friend? Yeah. <laughs> no, he had... I think he's like Afro-Caribbean or something yeah. oh. like that. What, what do you have? Uh, his last name. It was like De Nunez or something like Ooh, that. Oh, yeah. You're correct. Yeah. Uh, we have Pablo Vitar as the adult version of Benny. Patrick Renna as Hamilton Ham Porter, the ugliest, fattest kid you've ever seen. Who does he remind me of? There's an actor. I'm awful. I'm a horrible person for saying that. <laughs> I was like, dog. That's I like a how kid. I lost over that, too. No, I agree. <laughs> oh, my God. Fuck that kid, little job of the hut looking motherfucker. Oh, <laughs> get his ass. Anyways. Uh, Chauncey Leopardi as Michael Squints Paladoris. Squints was. <laughs> Yo, he's basically oh, okay. Steve-O. Don't even at me. Yeah. He looks like mini Steve-O. <laughs> he oh baby Steve-O? Yeah. I've never yeah, he heard does. that before. It's so good. <laughs> uh, Patrick, uh, okay. And then Marty York as Alan Yeah Yeah McLennan. Yeah, yeah. And then Brandon Quinn Adams as Kenny De Nunez. De Nunez. See, he's not just black. He's also Latino. <laughs> we got Grant Gelt as Bertman Grover Weeks. He's the nerdy-ass dude that's tall. Which one? The There's one like that, five of them in the, this. The one that does the drugs, you know? Oh, the he one got that, lost no, in the 60s. He's got the, the chew <laughs> That's tobacco. hilarious. Yeah, yeah, but they don't even give him an actual like story. He's like, oh, he just got lost in the 60s. Yeah, the one guy to, to peer pressure oh. his friends. Jeez. That was the one who got lost in the 60s. Yeah. Makes sense. Uh, we got Victor Di Mattia as Timmy Timmons, one of the twins. And then Shane Odebazinski as Tommy Repeat Timmons. Repeat. Where they're always just like, yeah, what are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing? Shut up, man. They always repeat the same lines. Hey, he's the hype man. Everyone needs a good hype man. Uh, we, we do all, Mer, I know you're doing production notes, but we should mention Dennis Leary as the stepdad, or as Bill. Oh, yeah, I was totally going to get that. All right, I hear you. Oh, and then the, the old man. You can't forget the old man. Oh, wait, you mean Darth Vader? <laughs> yeah. No, it's Mufasa. <laughs> oh. It's no, Darth Mufasa. It's the guy from Return to the U.S. or whatever that movie is with Eddie Murphy in it. He's the dad. 
Like he's the African king that shows coming up. Coming to America. Coming to America. <laughs> yeah. That movie. This is something to the U.S. Yeah. I, nah, hey, I have been drinking. Excuse he, you. It's my the, birthday. He's the African locust god from the second Exorcist movie. Also, All right. <laughs> James Earl Jones, everybody. James Earl Jones. Uh, also, fucking uh, Karen Allen as Miss Smalls. You know her as the love interest from uh, Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> Tight. Uh, and here's here's a cool one because we covered this movie. This Marley Shelton yeah. as Wendy Peppercorn. She was the doctor in uh, Planet Terror. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> She's been doing acting for a long ass time then. What the fuck? I didn't even realize that. I'm trying to find the beast's name because I want to know what his real name was. Hercules. <laughs> no, the real oh, dog. Oh, the dog. <laughs> what the dog's actual name was? Yeah. Wait, but it was like Rosie Do they even credit like the that. dog and the cat? They fucking better They have. better. I don't um, see it. You know, when I was watching this, it had been years since I'd seen this. I think the first time I saw it was when I was like before elementary school age. But um, I don't remember a whole lot from it. So watching it again was sort of like watching it new. And there's the scene at the end where the fence collapses and the dog is trapped underneath it. I got so pissed for a second. I was like, did Mitch make us watch a movie where the dog dies? No. Thank God you didn't. The dog was okay. <laughs> That's funny. The answer is no. <laughs> Everything was chill. But there was a moment where I was like, shit, does the dog die? But uh, what was that dog's name? I'm trying to figure. Oh, the real dog's name was Goliath. That's Goliath. even better. Nice. <laughs> oh God, what? And uh, apparently he was a sweetheart on set, as all of the dog actors are. That's adorable. Except for the goat from The Witch. <laughs> that, yeah, right, that, that fucked him up. Like, Actually, gored him. I great. mean, honestly, goats are assholes. Like, I get why they're associated with things that are considered evil. Because, like, those motherfuckers got a temper. And they got horns. With their square pupils. <laughs> that shit's kind of tight, though. Just saying. So two weeks before school ends, <laughs> Scotty Smalls shows up in a new neighborhood. And he's got no friends. It's really sad, you know? If you've ever been a nerd like oh me gosh. and you don't have any friends like me. <laughs> Man, you're just really bringing down yeah, the mood. Like, right, we're gonna... <laughs> yeah, we're trying to bring oh. down the grindhouse, not the mood, dog. Yeah, right? no, 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 no joke. Uh, and he, you know, it, his mother encourages him to go out there, find some new friends. But he loves baseball. He's trying to get along with his new stepdad. Does he love baseball? He seems like... Nah, he doesn't he, even know who Babe Ruth is. He literally only joins to make friends. But yeah. then he eventually starts liking it. He doesn't know who Babe Ruth is. It's hilarious that they actually had the ghost of Babe Ruth show up yeah. <laughs> to talk to him and be like, you got to go get the baseball. Baby. Art Lafour. Which you, is cool, yeah. yeah. You, mean, you mean the Colossus of Clout? Oh, my God. The King of Crash? The Sultan of Swat? What was the, 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 the Bambino? The great, the, the great Bambino. The great Bambino. I love. He's like, I don't know who she is. Who is this Babe Ruth? Who is person? Baby Ruth? <laughs> <laughs> that was great. I love that. Oh my god. And he, yeah, and he, you know, but we've got the homie Benny sees this. Oh, kid. so he's a homie now. What? Oh, oh my god. No. Why are you profiling? Cool. Whatever. You profiling? He invites he invites the the you know the poor lonely guy to come join them. I like how it's the Play cool Hispanic dude on the block that makes what? the white kid get all Ever. the new friends. Okay, oh, yeah, all right. Fine. I'm yes. just messing with you. All right, you, <laughs> you can't mess with a drunk man right now. 
He's going to get all emotional. I know. So the Hispanic kid is like, hey, yo, white boy, come play ball. Also, his actual older brother played the older version of him. Oh, shit. And unfortunately, that guy passed away. But still, they were family, and that's why they look so similar. Speaking of bringing down the mood. (laughs) 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 They basically tell you that this kid eats, sleeps, and like dreams baseball. Yeah. Well, I mean, he gets into the major leagues is, yeah. the, is the story that goes. And then the kid who is the main character ends up being like the announcer for, for the baseball game. And so you see them both at the end. Wholesome as fuck. Yeah. He's got a little picture of them on the wall. Yeah. This kid can't catch for shit, though, when he starts. Oh, man. <laughs> he is an idiot. <laughs> idiot. He, you could say, but Murray, he's a kid. He's an idiot. <laughs> I love how much trash talk there is on this podcast to fucking children. <laughs> Literally, we were like, "What's up with ugly kids you in know, fucking horror films?" A lot, a lot. Oh, I mean, a lot. Oh shit! <laughs> the fucking hereditary. Jesus, oh, Jesus. Oh. <laughs> oh my All right, God. we gotta reel this. In. We gotta, we, we gotta get back on Yo, track. Better now. question: Why have we not talked about Children of the Corn? No, we'll get no. we'll get to that. We should we need to dial it back. So, Scotty Smalls joins the Sandlot group. Oh, dog, dog. I was expecting you to just jump out of your chair. Scotty Smalls joins the Sandlot group in order to play baseball oh with gosh. them and make some new friends. Right. His mom tells him you should get in some trouble. That was funny. Make some friends. Yeah, absolutely. She was like, that is great advice from a parent. Like, oh, a shy little kid that oh doesn't have a whole lot of friends. Just do something wild. You know, just go out there. I don't give a fuck. You know, I'll give you permission. <laughs> it was, what, the 50s? They didn't give a shit about the kids. I know, honestly. These kids <laughs> I mean, literally had chewing tobacco. They were like, that was great. That was a great <laughs> I mean, scene, too. Th- this movie takes a while to get to the, like, the big it plot really point of it, to the actual, like, adventure and story of it, because it takes time where you're kind of getting, like, snippets like kind of like a day in the life sort of deal of these kids. And they're basically poor kids that made their own baseball lot because they like playing the game and they yeah. play every day and they don't even track the score. And then the rich Thanks, kids Mer. from the North side come by to trash talk. That shit was sand funny flood. as fuck. And then the Sandlot kids proceeded to whoop the witch asses. Oh yeah, they, they do. I love that. I mean the, the insult, the insult <laughs> between the two of them, because these are, it really pulls you into like the world of little nine-year-old boys. <laughs> yeah, what's important to them at that time? Yeah, it's baseball and going to the pool to hit on girls. Yeah, exactly. Um, Scam this- pool, honeys. <laughs> She's oiling. Oh my god, him and faking drowning is one of the funniest it's, scenes. Oh my She's god! She's like, you little pervert, and like throws him out. And then they get married and have nine kids. Nine kids. <laughs> I love. I love how at the ending the narrator is just like. What he did was low, rotten, and terrible, and cool. Yeah, <laughs> and also like... kind of cool. <laughs> I mean, I mean, and, and you, you, know, you go through all of these these things. It's a very, very coming of age story in its own right, and it kind of, uh, it just you, you feel like kind of like you're part of their group. Yeah, you get sucked in into the story. I mean, maybe if you're a little boy, I personally can't relate to those hormones, but you know, whatever. <laughs> under, under, Fair. understandable. But I mean, the movie kind of does that where you like you kind of feel like no, you're yeah, part of their it's thing cute. that's going it's, on. It's nostalgic. Yeah. I remember when I had my little crew of kids when I was in elementary school. We didn't necessarily play baseball, but we yeah, might as well have. That's something else I love about this is that you, they could have swapped it with baseball to being like to 
being in a band or yeah. doing any any other thing that you just get together with your friends and do and have like the best summer ever oh, sort of stuff. Man. I miss that concept of summer. Like a child summer is very different from an adult summer. Oh, absolutely. There's no school. You don't have to work. You're doing whatever you want. Whatever morning the fuck and night you want whatever the fuck you want you could stay up late because you know why you don't got to wake up for school you could have frozen pizza yeah <laughs> frozen. weeks of frozen pizza in your rv i don't think they have- <laughs> <laughs> did they have frozen pizza in the 50s or I is that later did they that had tv later? dinners yo did, did they? they no they didn't have TV they were coming of age no actually like that was movie. sort of the whole 50s things was modern convenience oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> I feel like they had some, like the microwave oven, uh, you know, it wasn't was re- quite a microwave. It was like the toaster oven we had. Oh, okay. There you go. You know, that kind of shit was a thing. You could totally make a frozen pizza in there. Just saying. Dude, chicken nuggies on the scene. Dog, frozen chicken nuggies. Fuck. That was the I birth mean, of the chicken nuggies. Frozen nugget. lumpia from Trader Joe's. <laughs> oh, wait a <laughs> second. Uh, yeah, so it looks like in 55 is when they made the... Um, microwave oh Oh, what the fuck (laughs) i thought that was way later i mean i do i do i know that we can dog on ham a lot (laughs) no he's hilarious oh he's so funny though i personally relate to ham yeah (laughs) i I was that fat kid being like hey ladies he yeah hey how's it going i also like that he just uh distracts them while they're trying to bat he'll just say the funniest shit to them seriously my one of my favorite jokes in this one he's just like if i had a dog as ugly as you Shave his butt. Tell him to walk backwards. What does that even mean? Oh, I know. He's ugly. It means he is it's fucking so ugly. so good. Oh, my God. My, I, I love my it. My other favorite is like, hey, is that your sister out there? Yeah. Damn, is she naked? Yeah. Just like, <laughs> you think she'll date me? Shut up, Porter. <laughs> oh also, Chicken Nuggets invented 1963. Boom. Damn. <laughs> I'm fucking upset. Random facts. I'm upset. I feel like chicken nuggets were then made for the microwave. They just became yeah, common, probably most likely. Massive yeah. we, fast food. We've also got our wonderful peer pressure scene. Oh my god! When they go to the uh, when they go to the tobacco. carnival, yeah. After after whooping the shit out of the friggin' the rich north side kids. Yeah, yo, the north those side kids were kids. assholes. They're like, you're not even worthy to lick the bottom of my cleat. I was like, yo, these motherfuckers about to get capped right here. <laughs> and then the one fat kid comes face. through of like. You play baseball like a girl. I was like, I like that. How insult. that was the last straw. For that some was reason. it. You've insulted my family, my honor, my ancestors. <laughs> Dishonor on you. Dishonor on your cow. Oh my god. <laughs> Dishonor on your cow. Dishonor on your cow. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh my god. So good. I um. So so you know you go through all of these scenes. Get kind of immersed in being part of this little group, watching them what they're doing, and then it comes to the part where Benny has busted the guts out of a ball—an omen of sorts—an <laughs> omen. I forget that's that that's even possible. Like you can it, hit a ball it, it that's is, actually it, possible. It's happened yeah. a few times. Yeah, you can hit uh, a ball so hard that terrifying. it just comes out. You can also break the bat. That's happened. Before. Oh, I've seen mm-hmm. that. Yeah, that's kind of wild. I've seen the video of a of a bird getting taken out by a pitch, which Ooh. is crazy because they throw it at like ninety miles an hour. So it's like it fucking just yeah. de- destroys a bird. I was as it telling flies Jonathan by. this earlier because I do this summer oh, yeah. job where I work at a baseball stadium, and so before my shift, I'll like sit in the stands and watch the little baseball dudes do their thing, and they have this little speedometer machine sort of thing 
where it'll calculate the speed and angle of the pitch and then also the hit and then calculate the distance. So you can sit there and see like, oh, this pitch was like 15 miles an hour. Sometimes love a pitch that's like 50 miles an hour. And then the ball taking off is like 90 to 100 miles per hour. It's kind of nuts how fast that shit goes. So, and that's a hard fucking rock you're hitting. So anything in its path, especially a bird, done. So this De Nunez kid just like really threw it fucking hard then, huh? Yeah. I guess he went so. in. It was yeah. his heater. Ah, the heater. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't that end up being the name of like his little league that he was yeah, yeah. Like his son's little league team is called mm-hmm. the Heaters. Yeah, the Heaters. That's so good. It's I so like wholesome. how only one brown kid succeeded. Kind of suspicious. What they both They said oh, that he you're didn't right, play. Right. Yeah, he said they what, they made a point to mention that he failed in the major yeah, leagues. Yeah, he went into like AAA and then never got to the major leagues. So is that is But that Benjamin like Franklin level? Rodriguez yeah. huh. made it all the way to the Dodgers. Damn. Right. Yeah, when when uh, the great Bambino is coming to you in dreams, you know you're t- too far in. I like that I he know, just shows up with a cigar. You've been blessed by the baseball gods. <laughs> yes, he's a baseball legend. I love how he's like, "Hey, kid, just do it, okay?" And then he starts walking. He's yeah. like, wait, "Wait, wait, wait, what do I do?" <laughs> I know he gives him the most vague advice ever. <laughs> I love the uh, the effect that they have on him because he looks like he's coming out of the twenties. Yeah, he looks like he's coming out of a TV, like all of the the. Uh, black and gray fuzz that you would have on your TV. Yeah, that's like actually kind of creepy. What, what other movie did that? Like The, the Ring, or sorry, The Grudge. It's uh, also fun. And then <laughs> The Sixth Sense. I mean, kind of. She more crawled out of the TV. It's the same she shit. He didn't come out the TV though. He came out the closet, which is even funnier. <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't know if that was a Babe Ruth gay joke, okay. but they wait. They is did Babe Ruth so, gay? I don't know. So I hope in, so. So in in this dream sequence that happens much later, when after all of their failed attempts to retrieve the ball from the beast, the beast. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Babe Ruth picks up Henry Aaron's card, who is a baseball player from much later, like a very famous one, uh, and is just like, I don't know why, but I want want to have this anyway, and picks it up and takes it with him, and that's just kind of a, a moment, you know. And the interesting joke here is that Babe Ruth would not know at all who this baseball player is because it's like you know thirty forty years later in yeah. the future. So interesting huh. stuff. Interesting. Now I'm thinking of it from a different angle, though. But after we've gone over... <laughs> oh, you don't want to go into that. Okay. Wait, no, I want to go into it. Mer, <laughs> oh what's your yeah, angle? What's your angle? So that person that he grabbed the picture of, uh, that person is brown. And uh, I don't know about you, but would it be that, oh, I've never seen a brown person play baseball in the major leagues. Huh. No, wait, there's that picture of Darth Vader with... <laughs> yeah, James Earl <laughs> Jones' character, Mr. Something. He All played right. with Babe Ruth on the same Mr. team. Mr. Myrtle. That's it, maybe, Mr. Maybe he reminded him of his. That's dear what I was thinking. I thought it was friend. him initially. I thought it was him. I thought it was. I thought it was James Earl Jones's character. I'm gonna digress and say, go ahead, Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> so after we get all these snippets, you know, them puking on people at a uh, <laughs> at a carnival okay, gig. So they Wait, set themselves up for that, that, though. They were like, let's let's eat a bunch of chewing tobacco and then get on a ride specifically. That's going to like take you in I circle. appreciate the fact that they played the song Tequila during this oh Yeah, I actually really like the soundtrack for this yeah, movie, it's too. Yeah. It, it sets the mood. It gets things... Mo- uh, every song is like um, is very um, uh, animated. Mo- it, it, moves, it moves the movie forward very the well for all the scenes. 
plays out sort of like I would expect a comic book to read. You know, you have yeah. these little scenes of actions and new chapters of the story, and everything is very whimsical and adventurous, as would, you know, the life of a child, I assume, be a lot more whimsical than, say, a bunch of adults playing baseball. Especially Squint's story about the beast. Yeah. Oh, that's my, that's like one of my favorite parts. I know, this like little campfire horror story of a junkyard dog that ate hundreds of people, apparently. 127 people. Yeah. (laughs) They had a lot of fucking songs in this. They had The Lion Sleeps Tonight, America the Beautiful, There Goes My Baby, This Magic Moment, Green Onions, Wipeout, and uh, Smoky Part 1 and 2. So I, they had a lot of fucking I, songs in this scene. I, I actually do like the 4th of July scene where they have their one night game that they do right. every year. Under the and fireworks. Yeah, and they're all just so like enamored by the fireworks because if you're like a kid, you get all excited about fireworks. Especially a kid in like the early 50s where there's not really a huge... I mean, TV's, I think, a thing at that time. Yeah. So is radio, of course. But like it wasn't necessarily the center of what you do yeah, you're still every day. Outside. A lot of times <laughs> like there's still just not a whole lot to do is having something like fireworks is like the pinnacle of your year or getting being able to play baseball of your friends at night that's what you have to look forward to rather than or like what we pay attention to now or like having a tree house and making s'mores man i always saw that in movies as a kid and i was like i want a fucking tree house that shit looks tight (laughs) tree houses are super cool did you ever have a tree house mitch you know, I think I never had one myself, but I had a lot of friends who had tree houses, so I'd get to go to their tree houses instead. I've never even been inside a tree house. Same, I feel actually, like they're myths. Yeah. I've never Honestly, been tree in houses a tree house. don't actually exist. It's a lie parents tell their children. <laughs> like Santa Claus. <laughs> it's a common trope with 90s like kids things to have tree houses. Also that. So we go back to the omen. They bust the butts. They bust the butts. <laughs> bust the they bust the guts out of a ball. I'm it's sorry, an omen. but busting guts in a sentence together, I can't do it. It's 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 tough, man. You know, you're either busting butts or you're busting guts. Which Why one are both? you doing? <laughs> Why not both? Oh no! Dead. Um. So oh my God. So after this, Scotty says, "Well, I have a ball." Because they're all like, "We don't got 99, 98 cents for a ball," <laughs> which is great. <laughs> So he goes and he steals a ball that he has no idea is signed by Babe Ruth, which is a pretty big deal. What an idiot. Yeah, I know. He yeah, has no idea. Kid. Idiot. Yeah. Fuck that kid. <laughs> that dumbass nine-year-old bullshit. <laughs> so he takes the ball, belts it over the fence into the lair of the beast. Bum, bum, bum. And we've already learned how evil the beast is. It's eating children. <laughs> If they go over there, they're going to die. Any kid that goes over there vanishes. <laughs> and those 120-so people that tried to break into the junkyard. Right, yeah, exactly. 120, 127 guys. Yeah. <laughs> I love uh, all the buildup for the beast. You like first see him when he's like on the other side of the fence. You just get giant the smoke. Paw. <laughs> and the giant paw and the smoke build up. I love that. I and love then, how much they make it into a puppet. 
at some yeah. points because it's supposed to be huge. And then he finally gets over and it's just a dog, like a regular dog. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> cute, though. It's a really good way to show how a child's imagination right. can definitely make something seem a lot more grand than it is. Yeah. The rumor that they start, they build up Mr. Myrtle as the most evil man that's ever existed. Nice, alive. The, yeah, exactly. And like the, the dog is the most awful creature you've ever experienced <sighs> in your life. I remember as a kid, I was with a friend and... I don't know. We were just digging like near my house for some fucking reason. Because what else are kids going to do? And we find this bone that's like in the side of this hill. And we're like, oh, what if it's a human bone? We were so convinced we had found like a crime scene. Like we even gave (laughs) it to our parents. And they called the cops and gave them the bone. And it just turned out to be like a ham bone. Probably someone gave to their dog. Oh, jeez. But to us, it was like such a huge thing. We were like, what if we found a person? I, this could be a lot. I would have gone on the opposite end and be like, dude, there's dinosaurs in here. That was another <laughs> thing. That was actually another thing we considered. We were like, what if it's a dinosaur? We we're like, I bet the cops have some sort of like lab that they can test the bone at to see if it's a dinosaur leg. And then that night I went and had a dream that dinosaurs were roaming my streets. Oh. I don't know. I probably did. I can't remember. <laughs> but that shit your well, imagination everything... as a kid gets wild i know it's kind of crazy and that's something that's represented in this movie yeah. really well it's just you know you got that campfire story forever forever this this movie's so quotable and that's something else that i love about it too a lot of lines from yeah. i didn't even realize how many famous quotes are from this movie until i watched it again like, you're killing me, Smalls? I've always heard that. And I was I like, where the that. fuck is it from? And now the you know. Early yeah, the 90s. Sandlot. I thought it was just a saying that people have always said. Nope. Yeah, same. That guy can die knowing that he added to English. Culture. Culture. That's culture right there. <laughs> <For> <laughs> yeah. I, I, I have no thoughts on anything in this he, movie. He <laughs> knocks the ball. The Goonies was better. Oh, dang. Oh. Whoa. I mean, I we don't want to... Make these comparisons, though, Mur. What? No, the okay. kids from the Sandlot would fucking wreck the kids from the Goonies. True. <laughs> Let's be real. If, we'll have to have our title fight later they on the Goonies. The bats. Goonies crew they versus the Sandlot crew. No, honestly, the Goonies, uh, they went up against something way more dangerous. But anyway. True. Fair. True. <laughs> Knocks the Babe Ruth ball into the oh lair of the beast, like I was saying. And then they have all of their shenanigans trying to get it back. At first... They start off primitively with I a stick. I fucking love the inventions they come up with. Like, they really put all this shit together just to get the ball back. I want to yeah. know where they got the scrap metal and the blueprints to build a catapult. So, <laughs> so in that time, there was something called the Erector Set. Yeah. This which is, is real. What, yeah, which was the a thing. The Erector Set? Yeah, it was like, it, it's like old-timey Legos. Yeah, this is pre-boner or, jokes. Or, yeah, exactly. And, and so it was, it mean, was essentially like... if you think about it. It was essentially a set of like, you know, your... Uh, Dude, this was literally metal bars that you put together with actual tools. Yeah, this is to like like before they even thought about safety. Where like, they were like, like, you might actually poke your eye Predates like, like connects. Yeah, this is for children age five Yeah, to they're like, here's some die-cast fucking metal pieces. Go build something. Yeah, I mean, oh, I mean... I mean, and even then, they then before that, because the the stick obviously fails, the dog bites it in half, and they can't get the ball back. So and then they do the three vacuum cleaners 
to one <laughs> to one rope and oh then my God. try and then try to <laughs> get it suction cupped out it of there. Worked, though. It, it did work though. It did work. They always can almost work. Can we talk about how dramatic that scene was though? Right before yeah. the vacuum cleaters blow and everyone's bailing out of the treehouse for Yo, dear life. Yo, some of those kids were straight up just front flipping off that treehouse. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? So so they probably had a pad down below and they're just like, just jump off, and they decided to do flips. <laughs> I mean, imagine like how much more trouble blowing up all of these vacuum cleaners because they probably took them from their mom's yeah, house exactly. i know my mom was pissed right they just like blew up all the vacuum cleaners this seems like, way Timmy, more intense you know how than much trying this to get a vacuum back. cleaner cost the kirby $1. man has 25. to come back they, 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 <laughs> you know like, how long it took me to earn dollars. that much money the kirby man has to come around right Jeez, Fuck. holy shit i forgot about that yeah <laughs> i mean i mean and the erector set is great because they make that cool little catapult Okay. And they're all every, organized. Every time I saw these contraptions, like, that's a fucking fire hazard. Why are you doing this in a treehouse? So, idiot fucking kids, dude. I'm telling <laughs> oh <my> you. <laughs> I'm going to be that guy. Kids. Fuck Ooh. them kids. <laughs> it, it almost works. Every they time get, it almost works. They get they get the catapult to launch, and then you see the giant uh, puppet of the dog. <laughs> Jump up and grab the ball. It looks so fake that it looked like somebody was holding, like, the puppet up as they like drew yeah. it across the fence <laughs> and, <laughs> and just put it in it. slow-mo yeah uh, so good then uh benny rodriguez has the dream from babe ruth telling him stop being a pussy dude yeah. uh, <laughs> just go much. over there and get it he no really i was. wish i could have babe ruth show up oh in my bedroom at night and tell right. me not to be a pussy but why did he have he he literally had a moment like they had from the fucking odyssey where he's just like oh you're gonna be remembered forever or you're gonna be a legend and never fucking die that's pretty deep <laughs> shit to tell a kid <laughs> so he was like what oh okay and then benny gets all the kids together well, you got to talk about his shoes. He, yeah, I was just about to get to that. <laughs> exactly. He gets to the, the shoes that make the kid a kid the lightest and the fastest ever, his PF Flyers. He gets brand new PF Flyers in order to take on the beast. He really does pull out a box of brand new shoes that look pretty much the same yeah, as the ones he's wearing, yeah, yeah. and he just replaces them. <laughs> they had to be brand new. He, oh couldn't just, he couldn't just get any normal That normal is still shoes. an actual brand of shoe that you can buy. Can, oh yeah, they like you ninety can, bucks. Yeah, they're. I looked it up earlier. They're they're pretty much like uh, Converse, but like all black. Even like the sole in the front of it, and then they have the green logo on the side that says PF Flyers. And so it was it was supposed to be the the shoe, like you mentioned, that was like their uh, their spiel was that that's how they sold it. Like their marketing trick was like it's gonna make you run faster. It's gonna make you jump higher. And then you get a proof of it when he's running away from the dog and jumping over the fence. <laughs> I mean, but. The, the scene where he rolls, he just hops the fence. All the kids are like, no, it's suicide, Benny. Don't do it, man. Don't do it. And he's just like, I got to I gotta go in Dude, there and get this ball. He flips and lands on his back. Really, though? <laughs> I mean, but the showdown, it starts off with that Western music playing. And then it's got the whip crack yeah, when he starts he running starts, yeah, for the ball to, like, to face this dog. And it's just epic shit, man. And then he grabs it, he like slides and gets it, and then just starts booking it out of the place. Dog's leash comes undone, and then the one of the greatest chase scenes ever <laughs> takes place. This is probably my favorite scene in the movie because they're uh, showcasing the the Wolfman in the theater. Oh yeah! While uh, you're getting this first person view of the dog going through like trash cans and people, and it was just so good because it cut back and forth from that shit. It reminded me of a horror movie just in that sense, like right then and there. 
It's like, yeah, see, that counts for our podcast. Yeah, right? <laughs> Partially why I picked it is because there are loose horror right. elements here. Well, yeah, they're, they're making it out to be this really horrific creature. and then You have you the know. unseen monster, which is eventually seen to be just someone's pup. So nice. Hey, Hercules. <laughs> uh, but I think my favorite thing about the chase scene was the cake. Oh, yeah. I feel like that's such a common thing you see in movies from that yeah. era is people getting pied or caked. I... I I want to know what the reason is. They almost subvert your expectations because they don't get hit by the cake. They go under it, they go over it, and the cake people feel really good about it. I can actually talk about that. That's kind of crazy. I'm actually learning about this type of comedy right now in a class I'm taking. Like this sort of physical yeah. accident well, it's comedy. The, it's, it, it's a callback to slapstick comedy, which mm. was the physical comedy that you would see. And one of them was the pie gag, was to get either pie or any sort of food thrown on you. But it was especially desserts. And they almost always got destroyed because this was something someone worked hard on. It's funny because I know that's a major kink right now <laughs> is pastries and destroying pastries. What? So I'm like, what's the psychological tie here? Wait, wait, wait. I think we've taken what? a hard right turn. <laughs> <laughs> wait. Are you telling me people are sexually attracted to destroying danishes? No, yeah. Or getting stuff thrown on them. Or like just smearing cake all over the place. Oh, oh all right. Yeah. Then. I feel like there's something really deep going on here with cakes and cream is it because it's hard work to make a cake and then you just destroy it oh wow uh, i don't know <laughs> i don't know anyways i think <laughs> <laughs> i'm loving mitch's face right the now mo- <laughs> the most i mean i love all of this that everyone's talking about but to continue on with the plot of this movie it they chase the, the dog chases benny through all of these crazy events and the Wolfman reference, or the rather the uh, the movie that's playing, is great. And then the dog runs through it and chases them all the way back to the Sandlot again. And he hops over the fence. The dog plows through the fence, knocking it over onto himself. And then, you know, the poor dog is all sag. He's got a big fence on and him. I thought the dog died in that moment, and I was so pissed. So no, did I, I and I forgot. I forgot how this I ends. I did, too. But then, you know, Benny and Scotty get together. And pull the fence up and let the dog out. Yo, I'm hella upset the rest of the kids didn't help them. For real, they, they were too scared. There. Fuck yeah. them kids. Yeah, fuck them kids. I'm back on that <laughs> omen. Oh my god. And then afterwards, the dog bestows upon them the loot. Of like all, which is all the, the baseballs. baseballs. Now we can play forever. Forever and ever. <laughs> forever. And then finally, <laughs> they meet James Earl Jones. You mean Darth Vader? Yeah, Darth Vader. Or the <laughs> Locust God from The Exorcist 2. Or Mufasa. Or Mufasa. I, I, I mean, I love how they bring the baseball, and he's like, Look, come on in. Let's talk about this baseball. You know, you could have just told me about it. I'd have got it for you. I know. And, then, oh my God, and they all start beating up squints over it, too. And it's like, well, we, we, we got it, though. We got the ball back. <laughs> squints. Dude. And then it's like one of the most wholesome things in, in a movie ever. That was one thing, though, because obviously the Babe Ruth ball that went to uh, Hercules was absolutely destroyed. And then this old man gives them a a ball that was signed by the entire Yankees team. But they never explain just how pissed the father was that he lost his first ball in the first place. Well, he got that one in exchange. So he was like, you're all right, kid. And then they fucking (laughs) made up. They don't show that kid then taking the new ball to his father and being like, do they? Yeah, he literally delivers it to him. 
like in his hand. I don't know. I would be pretty pissed still. Like I know that's cool and all that it was signed by the whole team, but why the fuck is my other ball gone in the first place? I guess they were, that was supposed to smooth things over, yeah. but I feel it. It, it, it. I mean, the fact that it was signed by all of them, like the whole team, probably softened the blow right. of him losing the ball that his father gave him. Nah, kind of fuck fucked though, because his stepdad was like, "Dude, you suck at fucking playing okay, baseball." Okay, <laughs> His stepdad was a douchebag. He was a mean, he was he, a mean dude. He, he was. Uh, but I do find the whole scene where they play catch kind of funny because like it's, fucking uh, nails him in the face in the, in the face. And he's just like, and then when they get inside, he's like, what happened? Oh, I got hit in the eye. And he takes a slab of meat and slaps it on his fucking face. And it's just like, yeah, you got to watch out for that curve. Oh my God. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he did not give a no, fuck. The way he said it, that dude totally intentionally yeah, hit that totally kid did. in the face. Dang. He was like, this isn't even my fucking kid. Dude, anyway, <laughs> did us. Wait, well, there's also that moment where he, the kid does the way of the house husband catch with his dad. Oh my God. Where like he gets the ball and then he like runs it over back to his dad. Like, I love Here that. Here you go. This is fucking great. Oh my God. Wait, do they ever say what his dad does for work? No. They just say he goes away on business, right? Yeah. That's kind of funny. He ain't doing business. <laughs> yeah. You like know, any time a man in the 50s says he's going away on a trip for business, he's not. He's, he's cheating. He's, <laughs> yes. He's fucking another floozy. We don't yeah. hear about what the previous father was like either. Also, yeah. <laughs> With all the times that Scotty says sorry, I can imagine... His father was not a very nice man. Oh, right. I know. Oh, yeah, we're diving too deep. We, 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 darker we, we, we side psychoanalyze this a bit. Yeah, Danko welcome Deleuze, to the psychoanalyzation of the sand lot. I like that they all have a somewhat happy ending with like the kids so going off in their ways. <laughs> Except for the guy that disappeared in the 60s. No, he's having the best time of his life, and he lives in the forest now. Uh, no, he, yeah, he definitely joined. Or he OD. No, oh, he geez. was with the Manson family. Yep. That's absolutely I'm assuming that the, the well, neighborhood was around L.A. About. area, considering that Mr. Yeah. Benjamin Franklin Rodriguez went to the Dodgers, which is an L.A. team. Oh, dang. I bet you homeboy ran away with Charles Manson. I could believe it. Yeah. <laughs> this movie is essentially a really wholesome version, less sad version of Stand By Me. Oh, dang. All right. Which is, which is you know, a, 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 a fun, fun little reference right there. And I mean, it would be pretty depressing if there were scenes, you know, that, you know, were like, oh, yes. And then um, Scotty was stabbed in the neck two times <laughs> oh uh, by two men in a, a, a department store. <laughs> Wait, did that happen in the first? Stand by me. Oh yes, that's yeah. the, one of the yeah. one of the endings. It's yeah, fucked up. Oh, nice. It's one of the not so happy where they're like, and here's what happened to them ten years later. They died. And you're like, oh, oh, fuck. Okay. Like, oh my god, no. <laughs> um, so we've covered this whole movie now. Uh, favorite scenes, everyone. Hmm. Well, I mean, I I always like seeing James Earl Jones, so. Seeing him be like, "Wow, kid, you're fucking dead." <laughs> Where you stand, like you got you lost of a fucking baseball signed by Babe Ruth, fucking idiot. <laughs> he like gives him shit for it, and he's like, "I'm just kidding. You can take this one. I don't fucking need it." <laughs> and you're just like, "Oh wow, okay." So the story just gets saved like right then, one line. They kind of just wrap everything up really quickly, and so it's kind of your happy ending for that. <laughs> so I like that scene the most. I think. I like the entire chase scene. I think it's so funny to me that they believe shoes make them faster and jump higher dog, but it's, do, it's dog. what that marketing be doing though so what great marketing it, to sell to kids it it made it made me laugh and then seeing the entire cha- this kid could run for a long time dude 
he would not stop. I was like, holy shit, how is he not winded? Benny the Jet yeah, Rodriguez. That was why they called him that. <laughs> so good. That was my favorite scene. The entire chase scene, because it also had the reference to the Wolfman. True. I think my favorite scene was when they put the beat down on those North Side kids that tried to challenge them. <laughs> I just love seeing justice in movies. Yo, they got beat. They didn't even say anything. Yeah. They stopped talking shit. That's true, actually. Can't come to my sandlot. We play on a real diamond here. <laughs> oh, jeez. Nerds. Anyway. <laughs> Nerd. I, I, lo- I love how, how, how Weeks is the guy that's like calling Scotty a nerd. Yeah. Right. But this is aside the point from my favorite scene of this movie. And I, there's a lot of good ones in this one. There's a lot of great scenes, but I, I feel like I am kind of on Justine's play friend here because I love all the shit talking that ham does as the, yes. as the catcher. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely all the shit talking and even like the lead up before that when they meet up with them and I'll start talking shit. Uh, so, yes. oh my God. Yes. And those are such like juvenile insults. Too. Oh, yeah. It's like, you Bart sniffer. Yeah. <laughs> you pee drinking crap face. <laughs> I'm going to start using those in arguments now just to throw people off. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's like you're totally. being an absolute fart sniffer right now. Yeah. I want you to calm down. When you're, you're, when you're getting attacked, just start singing Hotel California. <laughs> Welcome to the I love that joke. California. Oh, my God. <laughs> John, do you have a favorite scene? I already said it. Oh, I'm dumb (laughs) and drunk. That's why. So now we have a rating for this movie. 10 out of 10. (laughs) That's all I'm going to say. This is a 10 out of 10. Whoa. Can you explain why? No, actually, I'm going to give it a 9.5 out of 10. That half a point down for the um, low-key sexual harassment by squints, but whatever. Hey, I I also (laughs) thought that too. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's that. That's definitely a point, but I didn't want to exactly bring it up. But ex- yeah, that is a thing. It's the elephant in the room. Yeah. I'll talk about it at some point. Well, there we go. I'm gonna give this movie a seven. I think, uh, yeah, it's a coming of age story, but we've seen that. We saw in the '80s with the Goonies. <laughs> Fuck, that's true. It is. Where, it where, is off the heels where, of '80s. It, this movie has been the most overrated piece of cinema my entire life. <laughs> Everyone was like, "Yo, you want to go see the Sandlot?" I was like, "No, I want to play Unreal Tournament." Oh my god! I, I have always stayed away from this movie, but I watched it and I enjoyed it. I had a good time with it. However, there is a lack of adventure in this, and that lack of adventure makes me feel like they don't know what kids do. <laughs> because when you're a kid, a wall is not a wall. It is a fortress. It is a spaceship. It is everything. Baseball can be so many more things than just baseball. There could have been more imagination, <laughs> and I find that I find... I find that it is better to, uh, depicted in the Goonies. And I'm going to be that motherfucker <laughs> that says Rob Lowe and Booby Twaps is better than the Sandlot. <laughs> Aside from these comparisons, which I don't even think need to be there, but that's fine. There's that pirates Mar- in Bur- the Goonies. Enough said. That, I, that, that's fine. They're that's fine. I love the levels. Goonies. I love both of these movies, but I'm still going to give The Sandlot. It's going to get an 8 out of 10 for me. I'm going to give it a 7. There you go. And now seven I feel like 10. I should bring my score down. <laughs> Do it. What? No, you can't change it three times. Kidding. Says who? I don't know. Um, I, think, I, think, I think it has a lot of humor. Don't get me wrong. It's a funny movie. I just don't think I'm ever going to put it on again. No, true. 
I don't need to watch it again. <laughs> it's also, it's in the 50s. I don't want to think about that era. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> the 50s. Yeah. The 50s are only cool if you're a skinny white girl, but whatever. Anyways. What are you, you going to rate it? An 8? I give it an 8. A solid 8. All right. You guys ready to get your coats? Yeah. On this birthday extravaganza? Ah, yes. Oh, whoa, that's new. What Let is that? Let me grab my party hat and my brand new oh. horror-themed merch from tonight's program. You can find them on Instagram at tonight's program, or you can search their website, tonightsprogram.com. Check out their horror-themed merch. Get yourself some t-shirts. Get yourself some hoodies. And you can also get 20% off while you're at it. All you have to do is enter our code BDTGH at checkout. Check it out. That's BDTGH. Thank 20% you. off. Give us a little tip while you're at it. Thank you so much for all that info, Justine. Your coat looks yeah. amazing. Oh, and I have to grab my other, my mug. Oh, your my mug. My chibi mug. Our own design of merch with the uh, chibi design that was recently added onto the market. It's cute, isn't it? Yeah, on our leak tree, we have a link to our Teespring where you can pick up the new chibi design on t-shirts as well as mugs and cups. Uh, it helps out the podcast, gives us a little cash to keep doing what we're doing. We'd also uh, like if you checked out our Patreon, where for $2 a month, you give us a recommendation for a horror film and we'll discuss it. You give us the money, we give you the movie. Uh, <laughs> also, check out our socials if you haven't already. We have the Facebooks, the Instagrams, and the Twitters. Uh, and also, make sure to review us and give us a rating on Spotify as well as podcast uh make sure to follow us and be notified when new episodes drop every little bit helps us in some way whether you think it's small or big we appreciate everyone listening and supporting us we love you i'm mitch i'm Murph. i'm justine and i'm jonathan Thank happy you. birthday mitch Woo!